podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov slash EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast. It's your pod for Sunday night. Liverpool, 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 they just keep doing it to us. Uh, we're going to have heart failure. Grizz is just going to fade away to nothing if um, if this continues. But, uh, you know what, um, played 11, won 10, drew 1, it's absolutely unreal. Grizz, I'm going to come to you first, and uh, just your initial thoughts on that game yesterday, because it went from the ridiculous to the sublime, I suppose. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was just... <laughs> It's fucking proper mental, isn't it? This team's gonna be um, be the death of us and an early death. The way it's going, um, what is it? Third of this? What's the maths saying? How long are we? In, how long into the season are we? Third quarter? Yeah, over we're quarter just third? just over a third, just under a third away. Yeah, two games um, off. So we so third, two thirds of the season left and. And if it goes at this rate, fucking hell, man. Um, just mental scenes, Gav, mental scenes. Um, just generally overall, poor first half. Poor, very poor 30 minutes. Possibly one of the worst. Uh, but then grew into it as the, as the game wore on. And I thought we totally dominated the second half. We really did. Um, I watched it on second viewing. And the more you watch it, the more impressed you get. Obviously, you know the results, so you watch it in a relaxed manner as well. But then you actually get a chance to sort of analyse it, stop the video, start the video, stop the video. You know, you know one of them once, pause the video. And um, we actually played really well in that second half. <laughs> Don't laugh. But we, yeah, well, we played, but we played really well in that second half. I, I thought we really got into it as the game wore on. And <sighs> they played really well, so a point would have been re- deserved for them. But if, you know, if, if, if three points had to go to a team like Klopp said, it, it had to be us for our total domination of that second half in particular. Just quickly, when you were pausing and rewinding and pausing and fast forwarding and doing all that sort yeah. of stuff, did any unique yeah. data come out of that? What, so say the last big game, what did, came did, out of it? Did, did any unique sort of data, did you gather any of that? No, no, no nothing unique. Now just run of the mill data that everyone else has. It's one of the big data. Yeah. Data. Okay. <laughs> Um, or data, as some people like to call it. Yeah. Ma, um, just going on the lineups. Um, I'll give you the lineups. Uh, you know, you said to us about 15 minutes before the teams were announced. There's a surprise in here, and it was Adam Lallana that was the surprise. Did it worry you when you seen him in midfield? And for the, the only reason I'm asking that is because he plays 90 during the week, and for a player that's not really in a rhythm of playing games, did that worry you at all? Lallana in the, in the six, not the four. Uh, it worries me anyway. He's just he, he's too slow on the ball to distribute it in that position. There, I mean, his passes are good, but he needs three, two or three touches before he passes it, which is the worry. There, you've got to be your head's got to be up, and you've got to be on the swivel, and you've got to get the ball and, and release it straight away. And you could see him getting crowded out by their uh, their midfield, and it just wasn't working for them. Um, Maybe he'll work in a two. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much. But Klopp's done it for a reason. We all know the reason. Fabinho needs to be uh, on the pitch against City. And and he, Klopp's doing what he does best. And he's managing his way through games through, throughout the season. We're getting to a, a tricky... Well, coming up to a, a tricky bunch of games right now. And uh, Klopp's doing what he needs to do to to get the three points and, and to make sure everyone's ready for the next game the bigger game it's only Aston Villa for fuck's sake if we're going to do this type of stuff anywhere it's against Aston Villa so I, I wasn't I wasn't worried about the team I, I, but I don't really like Lallana in that position 
Fair enough. Um, Centurion asks, can we have an obligatory uh, call out to the to the Twitter naysayers? Um, I, I'm, I'm up for it if you are. If you want to start throwing names at us, and I know Matt would definitely do it. I'm not too sure on Grizz. He has uh, contractual obligations with regards to Twitter, so he may not be able to do that and may not be able to join in. But we'll, 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 try, get, we'll try to get around that. Um, uh, but, you know, a lot of people are mentioning Martin Atkinson here. People are asking, is he going to be in charge next Sunday? Grizz told me earlier it may be a joke that that's going around, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. We will get on to Martin Atkinson and VAR. Matt, staying with you though, um, the lineup is what it is. I think the surprise is in midfield, you know, he, he doesn't start Fabinho, which most people were happy with, I think. He, he goes with Lalana in there with Wijnaldum and Henderson and the front three are the front three. But just, just early on in the game, Matt, it, it was quite obvious early on. I've, I've watched it back now and, and watching it back the second time, especially showed we weren't on it, Matt. We were, we weren't, we weren't clinical in anything we were doing, whether it was passing, movement, pressing. It just wasn't happening for us in the first, I'd say the first half and, half an hour to 45 minutes. Were you worried at that stage, Matt? Did you think at half time, we're one nil down here, these have something to hang on to, and we haven't really clicked into any sort of gear yet? Nah. I, I, I don't get worried on the clock anymore. It doesn't matter. And, and I think he's, this team has come back enough times now to, to make people not get worried just enjoy it just enjoy the ride um, we weren't clicking and, and we don't always click in the first half sometimes we come out like mentality monsters sometimes we we need a uh, clock to give us a good talking to a half time and it wasn't working um, and it, it, we weren't getting battered it's just it, we weren't doing much going forward this was the issue so it, was, it wasn't like we, we were lucky to get in 1-0 down half time they were lucky to get in 1-0 up I thought um Maybe I'm a bit biased on that front, but no, nah, it doesn't worry me at all. This side, you, you know, at any point, especially the front three, we can just click into another gear and, and turn it up. And in the second half, we just absolutely peppered their goal, and that's what I expected us to do. I want to go on, Chris. I, I, I don't. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes you, do, you sometimes you do have to give the opposition credit, right? It's a famous old ground they created. Probably one of the best atmospheres outside, you know, outside of Liverpool or who else creates a good atmosphere? I don't know. But it's one of the best atmospheres out there, right? They, they were proper up for it. Decisions were going their way, especially, you know, we'll probably touch on it, you know, the VAR, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when decisions go your way and you get an early goal, early-ish goal, you know, it fires up the crowd even more. And, you know, so it does put pressure, um, on the team to perform and, and sometimes it can take a little while to get settled down. And I thought that's what happened. I thought the first one hour, half an hour was bad. You know, the atmosphere, the, the decisions, the ref, everything, the changes in our lineup or the, the major change, which is a major change. Lalana suddenly playing in a top flight Premier League game at the number six is a total different way of playing. Number four. If, if Genie, oh, whatever, but you know what I mean. If Genie, if, if Genie and Hendo were playing, they would have been totally different, uh, or Fabinho, but Alana plays it differently. Um, I thought he done well. I, I know you said, you know, he's not very good. They would have, I thought he was very good. Um, not very good. I thought he was. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say whether he was good or bad. I asked, what, did it, did it no, concern, no, did it concern Matt, Matt when, when, Matt, when Matt, he seen Matt him said he was, Matt said, Matt was slightly critical of him. Mm. Yeah. Um, calling him out. So yeah, but um, I thought Adam Call Lallana was. I thought down the park. Uh, I thought I thought Lallana was competent without being. He was never going to be dominant like Fabinho plays that role. But I think he was competent. But yeah, I, I thought first half an hour, the occasion, the atmosphere—not the occasion, but the atmosphere, the decisions of the referee. You know, I think it just took about half an hour, forty minutes for us to settle down. Yeah, like a, a couple of people are saying here, you know, we, we played we played absolutely fine. Acadian says um, seventy five percent possession, twenty five shots and stuff like that. I I, I said a lot on the, on the show last night. I felt like we were poor but still dominated. It's just because we are fucking that good. Let's be honest about it. That even when we're poor, we can still dominate a game. Just not being clinical enough. I will get on to the VAR stuff, so I'm going to skip over the Firmino chance for a minute, and I am going to get on to Pep Guardiola a little bit later. So I'm going to skip over the Mane stuff in the first half as well. But Matt, you, you know, somebody on uh, there's a person. On the, on the chat there says um, we created three good chances in the first half uh, and he felt that it comes half time Klopp would straighten it out and we did didn't we because second half I thought we were a lot better where there was a lot more of intensity to our game but do you worry Matt that 
if we don't sort this first half stuff out fairly sharpish, it could come back to bite us because somebody else has that as well. No, not really. It's only happened the last two games, maybe Spurs and this game. And you've got to remember, we're in the uh, the middle of the Champions League right now as well. So we've got a lot of games coming thick and fast. We need to manage the games. We can't be 100 miles an hour, 90 minutes every game. You have it in, in bursts and then and then you sit and protect. And then you have it in bursts and sit and protect. And that's exactly what we're doing. And it's not like during our slow period they were they were battering us. They they got a, a goal from set piece. That's all it was. Um, so so you've got to kind of expect this. We can't we can't be we haven't got a squad like Man City where we can go 100 miles an hour every minute of every game. We, we've got the Champions League against uh, Gang coming up. Uh, we've got the Man City game in in the players' heads. It's going to they're going to be thinking this is Aston Villa. Just Take your foot off it a little bit. Let's pass it around, and and luckily they they get a goal. Luckily for them, they get a goal, which kind of uh, throws what we're doing into uh, like a change up what we need to do. But for me, it's still okay with the game plan of taking it easy and then getting the goals when you need them. It's just we left it a little bit fucking late. But for me, it's even more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah I'm going to remember this at the end of the season rather than <coughs> some game when we batter someone four nil. Yeah, no, it is a memorable one, and, and it could come back, you know, as people say, it could come back to a point where, you know, at the end of the season, you, you remember that one, and you think, Jesus, that's that's unbelievable, you know, that kind of way, and, and it's one that really stands up to itself. Um, but look, Grizz, the intensity builds, the the, the way we're playing, it, it's much quicker, there's much more purpose to what we're doing. Maybe the substitutes help that, I'm not too sure, but on 85, Grizz, are you thinking, oh, this is one of those days, it's just not going to happen? Yeah, I'm not as. Um, I'm not. You as, didn't uh, think it was going to happen for the game, little pussy. What did you no. say? One all. No, I I, I predicted a narrow. I'd be on your sofa. Gav will con- confirm. I predicted a narrow win. Um, you can on. I said one nil actually, but it was two one in the end. Uh, so my ninety percent record is still intact. Eighty five percent now. No, it's actual prediction, isn't it, Gav? No, I said narrow win, so we've got that. That's ninety percent. Mm, okay. But 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 um. Yeah, I mean, you know... Do you still think we're coming second? Yeah. No, he doesn't. At the moment. but um, He can't even remember his, his own prediction. For of, course I pre- of course I remember. <laughs> no, you don't. Can't we have it written <laughs> but, down. And also, if you remember, I said we talk after the Man City game. Yeah, well, we usually do. We talk after every game. Yeah, no, no. We'll, <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk properly, like, reference predictions, etc. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's, so it's, gl- it's a fluid I'm, situation. I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up. Go on. Yeah. I'm still trying to work out Matt's fake background. People don't know he's he's making out he's sitting in a balcony in Dubai and really he's sitting in Liverpool and he's got a, he's got a fake background. Look, it's amazing. As in, I don't wonder if anyone's noticed his fake background. That's Mark Aldridge's house extension that he's sitting outside. It's proper, it's proper brilliant. He's outside yeah, Lallana's um, house. He's at the car in Lallana out. He's sitting on his deck and waiting for him. It's proper good the way he's done it, man. Proper, he proper photoshopped it like his wedding photos as well. Do you remember that? Well, one, answer the question. <laughs> he yeah, can't remember the question, the question now. Watch. The question was exactly. Ah, yeah. No, I panicked. Um, especially when we started missing those chances, it's automatically in the back of your head. I, I thought we we're going to get a draw. I, I didn't panic in terms of. Um, I thought, look, all right, we'll take the draw. Fuck it, you know. It could be a vital point at the end of the season. But this team is magnificent in terms of mentality and spirit gap. Last season, we've realised that we draws are just not enough, and the attitude and the and and and, and the mentality of these players is just it's out of this world. I've never seen it in a Liverpool team. There's not many teams I've seen it in. It reminds me of the Benitez days. No, it doesn't. No, I, I don't. Come on, 2005, uh, around that time. We we were doing the same thing. That rem- that whole Champions League run. It reminds Juventus, me. Of, it reminds me. Olympiacos. Late nineties. United. Gav, Gav, spot on. Gav, football man, shout there. It as much as we don't want to reference fucking cunts, right? But it does remind me of Fergie's team, Gav. In terms of uh, in terms of the mentality, the never say die attitude is pure, pure like that Ferguson team. And um, long may it continue. It's it's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to watch. So many, so many of us just, we just, we, you know, we watch the games and we think, ah, oh, it's not happening today. There's still seeds of doubt and so many times they keep proving us wrong and it's brilliant. It's absolutely fucking wonderful. 
It is, and it does remind me of the of Ferguson and, and United. And I know we don't like the reference on them, but like from I don't know anywhere through the nineties, but specifically the late nineties, I just thought it was happening nearly every fucking week. It was madness, like you know, and it break your heart every week. But Matt, it was that um, it was that young player, two thousand nine, scored against Villa. Oh, Makeda. Ah, oh, that was the Two games on the road, did it, didn't he? Yeah, he done yeah. it. He done it against Villa at all. I think he done it in a away game against somebody as well. But like Matt, you, you know, like Grizz says, he was panicked before the game. He was definitely panicked on eighty-five. I have to be honest. No, not before when, the game. No, not before, no, before the, game. the game. You'd probably be a narrow win, but no, on eighty-five, win, yeah. you were panicked. Sorry, sorry, I'll give yeah. you, I'll give you that one. All right. Um, but Matt. You know, I, I'm going to be honest. When I when I got to 85 minutes, I did, I did think we've been much better here the second half. I thought the substitutes did improve as we were a little bit more, not direct, but we are a lot more purpose to what we were doing. I thought Trent was outstanding most of the game, bar one mistake, and he was really an outlet for us all game, even more so than he usually is. But when it got to 85, I thought it's going to be one of these. It's going to be one of these where we bash this and they're just going to hang on. But then. Mane gets it and he swings the ball in and Robertson decides he's making a 30 yard run into the box and nods it in. You must have been over the moon, were you? And uh, do you know what, Matt? I was over the moon with the goal, but his reaction for me was the best. It was like, no, 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 that's not enough. Let's get back and score another one. Were you, yeah, take, were you taking a point then? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, these players aren't, Klopp's not, so we shouldn't, not at all. Um, you, you've got to look at Robertson there and, and just realise that. 99% of players don't even make that run because they haven't got the desire and, and that's what I think Grizz was talking about before that the whole team now doesn't matter what, what time is on the clock because we, we've done it in the past we've had the Origi plus fours and the Origi plus sixes and whatever they now believe they can win every game until the last minute even if we're 2-0 down we'll still be going for it there going for the draw going for the win and you can just see that that is just all fed down from Klopp because you see him on the sideline and he he gives everything when he's managing and it, it it goes through to the players and now his team is just a mould of him and and that's what that is why Robertson made that run because that's what that's what he should do that's what he's got to do to win anything to win we used to see it in Suarez but not not a lot of the other players but Suarez and Gerard during that time but now it's everyone it's the whole team you saw Trent for the whole game just just take it by the scruff of the neck just because he thought fuck it I need to get on to this because no because uh, someone needs to do something and then everyone just picked up and, and that's why we came away with the three points yeah there's still loads of comments sorry <coughs> excuse me there's still loads of comments coming in around there um, Martin Atkinson um, Pep Guardiola different things we, I promise we will get to that after we, we talk about this this winning goal and stuff like that because there's loads to go through with regards to VAR and Atkinson yeah, but I just want to add something like to yeah of course you can go I ahead I just want to add something to Matt but do you know what we've, we've been synonymous with late goals at Anfield Right, the beauty of this team is how many times we're doing it away from home as well. So, like, you know, Anfield always, like, to the last minute, we get last minute goals and, you know, famous nights and famous comebacks at Anfield. I love it that we do it at nasty, tough away, supposed tough away grounds. So, Old Trafford, we kept, we get a point out of nowhere, you know, with a last minute goal. You know, um, I nearly called them Stoke, but what were they yesterday? You know, them Aston Villa. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, As, they're close. So Aston Villa, you know, supposed tough game, tough away oh. game, and we and we score in the last game. When you do it away from home, to me, it shows a massive change in mentality for us because our away form <coughs> hasn't always been great. And to grab these get, get, and grab these wins away from home. Grizz is dying, lads. <laughs> lads, Grizz is dying. Live on air. <laughs> it's because he's, uh, he used to wear synonymous. He's done. He's absolutely. <laughs> he said himself. synonymous and he just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> he's dying. He's peaked. It's <laughs> over. I was wondering where you fucking learned that word. Leave us the password for you. Leave us the password for I your need, Twitter account, will you? I need my pump. One second. <laughs> you have <me> pump. <laughs> <laughs> he has one of those things on the wall. What do you call him? The, the, the fucking thing you see on the wall. I thought I thought that was his name for uh, for, for his wife. No, 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 Jesus, don't go there. Um, <laughs> it's a defibrillator. It's a defibrillator. He has it on the wall there. Um, it, it, it's on the outside wall of the house because that wall behind the can't hold it. Ah, oh, this team does it to me. But anyway, yeah, I get emotional talking about this team. But yeah. That's yeah. my point. Okay. Ma, um. You got my point, yeah? <laughs> the, yeah, I got it just about. And, um, <laughs> uh, RIP, Grizz. Uh, Ma, the winning goal, um, 
we, we get down the middle of the pitch, Chamberlain's taken down, uh, Trent hits a brilliant free kick that's 100% going in, and it takes a nick and goes over the bar, but he's straight over the corner, and Klopp says afterwards it's a training ground routine, I really liked it because he puts it in an area where, alright, if you don't get it on goal, you're getting a flick on towards, you know, on Russian players and stuff like that, but firstly, the, the ball from Trent, and secondly, some bravery from Mane, because I think he gets studs in the head and everything as he heads that in, but again, He's the man. He's, he just seems to be dragging this team at times, and, and long may it continue, man. Yeah, it's, it's his time at the moment. It's his, uh, it's his 10 game patch. And, and that's what I was saying about the uh, fun three the other week. It, it will swap. We, we can't sit here and say we need to start calling Salah out or, uh, or Bobby out because at some point it'll be him. Uh, and at some point it'll be Bobby, so we we'll just be happy we've got three who can who can win it. At the moment it's Manny, which is amazing because yeah, I think he's the happiest man in the world. Um, but he, that header, some fucking skill to to get that flick on. He he's not trying to flick that on into the uh, into the six yard box. Oh, no, he knows where he's putting. It. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And he's got his head there in between two big defenders. But that, that's what we're talking about. That, that's the mentality of these guys. They they want to win. They don't care if he gets a kick in the head. You've got Divock Origi to come in or, or someone else. Um, the, the three points is all that matters. Yeah, no, it was unbelievable, and and it reminded me of um, when I was thinking back. I think we played Sevilla away in the Champions League the season before last and we scored two nearly identical goals ball into the front post flicked on and somebody at the back post taps it in I think Mane actually uh, gets one on, on that night it was just that routine but I couldn't believe Villa had no one on the back post like 94 minute you're looking to just get this out and especially John over. Terry being the defensive coach of one of the well, it's coaches, a, well, a lot of, a lot of teams know? don't do it Chris a lot of teams don't put men on the post because they want them to actually attack a ball especially if they're playing that kind of zone yeah no you know, stuff I'm like alright you don't you don't come see too many back there you, I mean if you don't have you can't have two men there because we've got a lot of players up you, if you're going to have one it's got to be on the front post it's, that's, that's how it's got to be yeah. I, I mean you're not going to concede many like that this yeah. season so I, I don't think we can be blaming one, one thing I was one thing I was a bit <clears throat> like while we're talking so much I don't know if you guys noticed afterwards the players and, and even the manager himself were talking about we've been practicing this you know we've been doing this why are we why, why are we discussing it so much like you know we, we did what we're practicing and what we're because not because Chris they'll come up with something else then you see, it, there's no. I, 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 I know what you're saying, but we're not going to do that every week. Exactly. There's, there's no harm in telling people they're going to do yeah, that because it's working. Yeah, but yeah, but, I know. But, but, but you get my point. But you get my point. I get, I get your point. But like next week, right? Liverpool will vacate that space in the in front of the front post, and people yeah, go, "Oh, yeah, this is where they're putting it." And be waiting, and it'll be the back post. It'll be back post. Yeah, exactly. So, but look, it was just amazing that the the videos afterwards of the crowd going absolutely off the fucking wall was brilliant um, you know people are asking me about any update in Shakiri. I think he's out for a couple of weeks it's it, I think it's a I don't know what injury it is but he's he's, he's travelled out back to Switzerland and everything Klopp, Klopp, have to Klopp alluded to it didn't he he said it's a calf injury and he's got big coughs yeah exactly. <laughs> so it'll take longer <laughs> we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see um, did, but, did but, you find that one funny did you Chris yeah. Uh, yeah did you get some water yeah when he said alluded so that's synonymous. That's synonymous. Syn- synonymous, yeah. Don't say it synonymous again. Synonymous and eluded. Come here. Um, no, but look, oh it, ma- it makes it 2-1. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant win. You see the reaction of the players afterwards. And look, it's just... I, I was lost for words yesterday after watching it and then trying to come on and do a show because I just thought, they just keep doing it. You know, James Milner tweets after it if you need, you need like a health warning to support this club, you know, and he, he, he hits it right on the... He hits the head, nail on the head, I suppose. But, ma. Um, He's I, ha- right on it. <laughs> I have to, I have to go back, I have to go back to a couple of instances, right? And I want to talk VAR. You know I don't like VAR. I like the idea of VAR, I just don't like the way they're doing it. Um, and yesterday, you know, I, I've called it a shambles for a couple of weeks. This is just beyond shambles now. I don't know what the word is if it's worse than a shambles, but like the Firmino goal, ma, um, like they're showing this, right? And they're literally showing the process and he's moving the fucking lines to make them offside. It's, Matt, where, and I keep asking this every week, and I will continue to ask him, Matt, where did he go from here? Because it's just getting worse and worse and worse as the weeks go on. Nah, that for me, you know, thing was embarrassing. I, I like, I, they've said that the bar's got to be high for VAR to change something around, but the annoying thing about it is, for me, it's, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, I mean, the first season of it was always going to be difficult, but they, they've, they've implemented the complete 
wrong way of doing it. They're, they're using it now to to just agree with whatever the ref said or, or just to completely uh, ref the match. They're not overturning shit decisions. They've even come out but they did last week. They, won't they did last week, Matt. You see, that's the thing. Last week, <laughs> last week Zaha goes down in the box. He gives Zaha a yellow for, for diving, right? And he's overruled in his ear and he's told, we've looked at that. That's a penalty and you need to take the yellow card back. Last week they, they shifted it, the goalposts massively in the decisions we're yeah. making. And then this week, right? Then this week, they, 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 they tried to make it better last week and they actually did improve a little bit last week. <laughs> and then they just took all the, ripped it all up, fucked in the bin and went, do you remember what it was the week before last that we're going to actually get worse than that? Because, like, the penalty show, um, Chamberlain shot, right? Um, the man A1, if you're going on, if you're going on result or, you know, situations over the last couple of weeks, that's a penalty on man A in the first, in the first half. That's the way it is, you know, and it's either a penalty or it's not. You can't keep changing the week on week. Grizz, are you annoyed? I, I doubt you're as annoyed as I am on this, but, Come on, it's, it's, it's very... 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a chair we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hard to defend at this stage. No, I I know you've been very annoyed, like, since the start of the season. But, you know, you're, you're, you don't like new stuff. But no, it's not Irish. that. No, it's not that. It's not that. No, hold on a minute. I'm winding you hold up. On, yeah, no, you I know you're winding me up. I'm and not, you wound up now. And I, you wound up now. I'm not annoyed. <laughs> I'm not annoyed. I'm not annoyed by certain right? decisions. You it's how they make it. You it's sound how, fine. I'll calm down. Hold on, hold on. Do you, do you want my pump? Uh, I have to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but listen, it's it's the way that they're doing it, Chris. We we don't know uh, every week how they're making these decisions. And Gav, now, I honestly, and now he's moving uh, lines to make people offside. And it's even worse at the moment because we've just had the Rugby World Cup where it's implemented absolutely impeccably. That is how it should be done. It should be the, the guy in in the room. There should be basically two refs on the pitch, and the the one the the guy who refs the match. With, with all the, the minute by minute decisions is fine on the pitch any decisions he gets wrong he gets it in the air it's not it, it shouldn't be all this waiting around checking for this checking for that if he gets it wrong he gets it in the air you know That's what it. I've got I've got a mad theory right that you know some of these old stubborn it seems arrogant referees right from England right they're almost making these decisions to try to prove VAR doesn't work and won't work in this country ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバーさん。ハーバ
I just think that the, there's the, a the snobbery people, to it, Chris. There's a snobbery on referee as part. On the referee as part, there's a snobbery to this where it's basically this is coming yeah. in to help us, and we're going to we don't want the help. We you don't know, want the help. Like they've a screen at the side of the pitch there, and instead of him standing in the middle of the pitch like an absolute mongo for two and a half minutes, he can walk over to a screen, have a look at something, and within 45 seconds he can go, yeah, that's grand. I made the right decision, or I made the wrong decision. And no, that, he doesn't need to run over to the screen. No, man, Why? When there's no, a ref up, up in the TV. Yeah, but the does, ref, does the ref, the ref, the ref, the, screen. the ref watching the screen, right? The, the ref, or whoever it is watching the screen, is now making lines fucking appear where he wants them to appear. Right, so yeah, well, so he was wrong. Yeah, so he was completely wrong. So so if he but, if, if he sees something and he says I'm not sure, I'll have a look. He can say no, it's a penalty or it's not a penalty for argument's sake, right? Because they're not doing it anywhere else. But penalties offside handballs. So if he nah. says well, yeah, I've had a look. I'm not too sure. Either. Hold on, I'll have a look at the screen. Yeah, I'm giving the decision. Nah. I'm staying on my decision. They are the process. The process is completely utterly wrong. Rugby is perfect, absolutely perfect. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't go to look at the screen and you hear the conversation. We don't need to, we don't need to look at rugby when it's being implemented absolutely fine across the major leagues in Europe. Yeah, but you see the difference. But the the rugby is brilliant. Rugby is brilliant. But But we don't need to, we don't need to go to that level even at that stage. Yeah, but but hold on, Grizz. Just. Hold on, Grizz. In, in in that ground yesterday, right? There's people. There's forty one odd thousand people in that ground yesterday, and there's a VAR on the Villa goal. There's a VAR on Firmino. All this sort of stuff, right? And forty one thousand of them are just standing, staring at this purple screen, saying, um, "You know, goal being checked, penalty being checked, whatever it is, right?" In rugby, mm. people in the ground are able to hear what's going on. People at home are able and to see hear the replay. and see the replay and discussions, and it's so fucking transparent that referees yeah, can't, yeah. like referees can't go. Uh, yeah, well, um, I don't think so. I read it away. Fuck it, leave it. Because it, that's probably what's going way, on in football. It's been this way for so long with the referees, where like you can't criticise them as as if they can't do anything wrong. If it's Not like, really, Matt. A ref will never come out, or the FA will never really come out and say, "Oh, they made a mistake." And that's just something massive. There's this protection about refs where. If if they just like we we don't we don't mind they make mistakes they're, they're human they make mistakes it's this where they can't be fucking they can't be criticised or they can't be questioned which is the annoying thing about in uh, footy refs in England for me yeah. yeah but that's where the snobbery comes in because li- li- they're, they're giving a tool to help them right but they're not showing how they are using it to the wider public that it's meant to in, it's meant to like all this stuff is down to oh well, the football is worth so much money now and and this is going to improve and rule it and you know take away those decisions that aren't too sure there's going to be a definite on it and stuff like that but again we I'm sitting watching that game yesterday and I don't know what that ref is saying yesterday to the fella in Stockley, whatever it's fucking called, right? I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what the conversation is. I can see a fella drawing the line and then going, oh, that looks alright, and then drawing another line and going, oh, no, well, he's offside. But, and, and, the other, and the other thing is, Grizz, and, and the other thing is, I'll put this to his boat, right? Grizz forced. The Manny incident in the first half, right? There's contact on him. Now he goes down, he exaggerates the fall. There's contact in the box. It's an illegal touch in the box, right? And if you go on all the decisions that's been there and VAR have looked through all these penalty decisions and given them over the last couple of weeks, how was VAR not reviewing that and saying, that's exactly the same as last week, John Moss, and that's a penalty? That was an awful decision. That was an awful. See, that was an example of John Dross not knowing how to use VAR. Because what's happened is, is he's given a yellow card before actually reviewing the scene, the action. So, He's given a foul for, he's given a yellow card for a dive. Now a dive means when there's no contact made. He can't for sure know that if there's any contact made until he views the VAR or he refers it to the VAR and someone views it and tells him, look, there was contact. It's not enough for a penalty, but it's not a yellow card. Do you get what I'm saying? Imagine if that was a fifth yellow card for, for Mane and he misses the city game, something like that. It's ridiculous. They don't know how to use it, Gav. This is my biggest... I'm telling you, these old referees, and I'm not ageist because I'm, you old. know... Yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I'm telling ah. you, it's, I'm going to be ageist here, though, but they are. They're all old, and they don't know how this new system, technology, etc., etc., works. And on top of that, it's snobbery and arrogance to change their ways. It's a total... Look, VAR is a total different way of refereeing games and officiating games now. They have to accept that. They're refusing to accept that. It's a to- It's not make a decision, get some good ones, get some bad ones. No, it's not. VAR was brought in to try to get 
you know, near enough the same type of record I've got in my prediction, ninety percent record, right? It's tried to, and, but but the fucked up. So I tell you what the fucked up thing is: we see replays of VAR, and just say there's five of us watching VAR at the same time. None of us know. Oh shit! What's the ref gonna give you? That doesn't make sense. VAR, we're supposed to watch replay of VAR and know. Yep, yeah, there you go. Well, That's what the ref's gonna give. We, you know, we, we're split. Like thinking, oh, is the ref gonna give this? Exactly. Oh it's back. It's back to. I'm, I'm not having that. No, no. Well, Mick makes Listen, a great. I'm Mick not having that. Right. Giving it on purpose. No. I'm not. I'm not having that. Doing it wrong on purpose. Well, it's ridiculous. Oh, oh, that 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 incident yesterday with the Firmino goal was absolutely outrageous. Um, to see a line being drawn yeah. and another line being drawn was outrageous. Um, Mick makes a great point on YouTube. He says the Bertrand red card against Leicester was shown on the big screen by mistake. The crowd ended up getting involved, and it was a lot mm. more. This the home crowd were even going. That's a fucking red card because they were able to see it for themselves and go. Yeah, that's the decision. It was a lot more transparent. It was done by mistake. And just today, just today <coughs> in the Everton game, mm-hmm. right? They could have gone to see back, gone to see and who actually injured the Gomez guy. Mm. Poor chap, right? You know, he's yeah. given a yellow card for the foul because the injury visibly is so bad. He hasn't sort of humbled himself and said, all right, let's go back, check that out. What's happened there exactly? Before he's got a call or anything, he's given the red card to Son. Maybe it was Son, maybe it wasn't. But do you know what I mean? It's like he hasn't checked it. He hasn't used the technology that is there. A blatant handball from Deli Ali. The commentators said it. So neutral commentators, I can't remember who the commentators were. Ah, Jamie Carragher, I think, and someone else, whatever. Everyone said, yeah, oh, that's a, fa- that's a handball. That's a blatant handball. He'll be, he'll be very lucky to get away with it. Yet he got away with it. Do you know what I mean? It's like the obvious and blatant decisions that are being uh, made and you know what's the point of VAR at the moment unless you implement it properly? Yeah, no, it's but, it's it, well, no matter what way you look at it, the idea of it is great, the implementation of it is wrong, and the transparency of it at, for I'll people in the ground, people in the ground, people watching on TV. Literally, this is a re- this is just instead of one referee's brain deciding this, it's just two referees' brain. One is there and one is in a fucking warehouse somewhere, and that's basically it. There's no difference. There's no. There's not. There's no. Cl- there's some clarity on offside, but again, yesterday you're seeing that was blown out of the water. So when you get down to penalty yeah. decisions now, it's basically it's the rule around it for defending a, a defending player handling it and an attacking player is completely and utterly different you've got offsides now where they're just like that fella's playing a game of fucking spirograph in the sitting room by the looks of it with the amount of lines he's drawing and the angles he's drawing them at. and then you know it's it's just they're not overruling stuff then they went and did overrule stuff now they're back and they're making it even worse but look it's, we, we, I'm sure we come back to it again next week when something else happens hopefully um, not in this City uh, Liverpool City game next week Ma um how put out do you think Pep Guardiola was when he came into the dressing room and heard that Liverpool had won two one? Because I think it's starting to affect him. I, I can't tell if it is or isn't. <clears throat> he's he's been here a bunch of times before. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it will affect a, a guy that's played and, and managed through all the the conversations that he has. I, I, think he's trying to do what Ferg used to do and get into the heads of the referees and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, obviously it'll annoy him just like any just like it annoyed me that City got two but I don't think it's affecting him I don't think it's like it's messing with his head he's just trying to play games and Klopp's not having any of it that's how I see it yeah no that's that's look that's a fair point I'll, I'll ask Grizz the same question Grizz do you feel this is getting to him yeah no I agree with I agree with Nobby he's, he's, he's he, look this guy's been here, done it. He had the similar. He had similar situations with Mourinho in Spain. Run-ins with Mourinho. Um, you know, he's just trying to rile and sort of get into Klopp's brain. It's his way of doing it. He knew exactly what he was saying. It wasn't a matter of you know we're in his we're in his you know we're in his brain. Well, of course we are, and and he's in ours. You know, we have to admit it. We the first results or the first thing we're looking for is Man City results. We're talking about Man City. It, it is the way it is. He's just trying to create, you know, as Matt says, sort of, you know, a siege mentality or, or you know, trying to get into the ref's ears, pointing out stuff. I mean, I think Klopp should, you know, say something back sometimes. I mean, Klopp has has said things. Should block him back. Uh, block him back, yeah, the best way. Always gets, always does the job. I mean, I think next press conference, I think Klopp 100% should mention Sterling. You know, in some form, you know, it is the way it is. It's how this, 
new breed of managers are, especially with, with, with social media, being so he knows exactly what he's doing. Liverpool fans can talk about getting in his brain and, oh, we're in his brain. What's the, what's the, what's the phrase we use? Uh, living brain free. free. That's it. Yeah, they can, they can, they can use it as much as they want. We're not, we are because we're good and they're good. It's vice versa as well, but it's not affecting him. He won't change the way he plays. He won't change his philosophy. He's very, very stubborn and, you know, he knows exactly how he wants his teams to play. So that's, the, and that's the thing. He won't, he won't change. So that's living in his brain rent free doesn't make no difference. Do you know what I mean? He's just not paying no rent. I was, um, I was of the opinion that, you know, this rent free stuff, he was mentioned in Liverpool and, I was kind of on the fence. Is he is is it affecting him? Is it not? His comments yesterday. Swung. Well, how is it affecting him? No, how is it affecting him? I don't know. Look, he's just in a different position where he's having to chase. I think that maybe having affecting him. But the thing is, yesterday he's asked. He's literally asked about Liverpool winning the game there yesterday, and usually he would say something along the lines of, "They're a good side. We're we're a good side. They're a good side. You know, we play great football. I like Jurgen Klopp. He's complimentary." Well, you know, bigging up his own side. But yesterday, yesterday was different, Grizz. He goes and he decides, after being asked about Liverpool, he decides to start talking about Sadio Mane. And that, for me, that's the first time I've ever seen Pep Guardiola have a go at Liverpool. And have Pep a go. No, 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 no. Listen, it, it doesn't matter why. It does it's, matter why. That's no, the no, reason no. why he said it. Mane it is the best player in the no, Premier League at the no, moment. No. Why wouldn't you try to get into brain and people to oh, doubt him? I get you. you know? I get you on that, but, but listen to me for a second. He, the he, yeah, yeah, he is absolutely the best. And, and people are saying here he's trying to get into referees' heads for next week. He's trying to get into the Premier League's heads for, for next week. He probably is. But the difference there is a guy that's not affected by us, you know, doesn't say that. And the reason he doesn't say it is he'd be complimentary. He could, he could just pass off the question. But to have a go now, I think is a massive difference. And I think Liverpool are in his head. I think, I, they are, I think it's but they are, but it doesn't change anything. It is, it's just a media, it's just a media circus that's building up or Liverpool fans think, oh, we're in his brain. Of course we are. We're the best team in the country at the moment. You know, they were the best team in the country last season. Yeah, but does the difference between, does the difference between being in, in, in each other's brain yeah. because we are two of the best, the two best sides in the country. But to come out, said, to Gav, come out, to come out throwing things about Liverpool players, is a different attitude to, to coming out and discussing nah, it. Nah, they've, they've all got that streak in them, Gav. Mm. All these top, top, world-class sure. elite, elite coaches have got that streak in them where they have slide digs at things that nobody else thinks of or thinks, oh, that was a bit... Because they, they, everything they say is calculated. They know exactly what they're doing. He bigged us up. He said, yeah, Liverpool always going to the end, brilliant results. Mane, what a great player, sometimes dives. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing. And it's, are you yeah. trying to do his accent? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think so. I think he was. You are nearly there, but You're nearly there, but um, Kevin, so well, actually, no, I can do good accent. I'll do good impressions. Just before we finish up, Elijah, for an accent. I'm pretty good at impressions. But okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll throw it at you now in about two minutes time. Uh, Kevin Sullivan no, says, no. one thing Gav, why would the reporter ask him about Liverpool unless he was prompted to ask it off camera? That's a bit weird. Jono says, Pep has become a, a, a far more petty. It's a sign of weakness. Um, Chemical Kev says, Sterling loves a dive. Yeah, he does. Um, but I just think I just think that different reaction where he fires a few shots across the bells um, is a completely different reaction to Pep Guardiola you know, talking about us. Talking about us you can say, oh, we're living rent free but, but throwing shots at us now that's a different thing. That's that to me is a sign of weakness. I'm being I'm being honest. A bit like Kevin Keegan when he shouted, "I'd love it if we beat them." You know, sort not as dramatic as that. But when you start getting aggressive in your answers about a team, you know, I think that is a sign of weakness. Um, Ma, man of the match, Adam Lallana. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we knew that. Chris Chris says Pep is Jamaican now. <laughs> the worst accent ever. <laughs> um, Pep, <laughs> Chris. Um, I'll do one next week. Okay. But yeah. Um, Man of the match. Man of the match. Man of the match. Man of the match. Man of that. <sighs> Trent. Mm. I thought Trent was superb. Relentless attacking. Relentless. Not all of his passes were coming off, but he kept going. He kept going. And for a 21-year-old to sort of take the great game by the scruff of the neck, I thought was superb performance. One of his. I thought it was one of his better performances, especially away from home. Okay. Um. I think I had. Down for Degsy as well. I thought Degsy was very good. Yeah, he's done all right. He's done all right. Um. I think. You know, it's. Yesterday, I think I had, I think I, I was virgin on Trent, but I haven't watched the game back. I have to give it to Mane. 
um, he's involved in everything. Even when we're not playing well, he's involved in everything good we try to do. He's he's a constant thorn, and even when Villa fans have decided he's the he's the you know doctor evil, um, he just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And um, it's it's I think he's man of the match. Um, Chris, I'm not going to ask you for an accent. I'm only messing with you, but I will ask you one random question before we finish. Matt, I'll come to you first. Um, People like sports, you know, golf, football, whatever it is. What's your ideal scenario, Matt, you know, if you're in the world of sports? You know, like, would it be scoring the winner at the cop end to, to win the league? Would it be, I don't uh, know. It's fucking, it's, it's the strength that, I, I know what it is already. It's fucking, he's got his new sport now, isn't it? So, um, what would it be, Matt? Would, oh, it, would it be shit. something along the line of go Niners? Or would it be, like, you know, yeah, would, it, would it be, would it be scoring <laughs> the winning try for England yesterday in the Rugby World Cup? What would it be? Fucking hell, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, Scoring a touchdown in uh, in the Super League final. Super League <laughs> final. <laughs> Fucking, there's no good Super League <laughs> for the for the Wigan Warriors against, is it? against the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. Okay, something like that. Nah, do you know what? If I'm if I'm being serious, it, it's got to be uh, at this moment in time. Last game of the season, mm. ninety-four-seven. Well, non-football. Non-football. No, no, it can be anything you want. Well, it can't be golf because golf's just about lucky bounces and wind and spin and wind. So you're going 97th minute, last game of the season, goal at the cup end to win the league. No, that's to win the league. Win the league. Yeah. Win the league. Okay, so you're not Nothing going else. for you're not going for a, a, a touchdown for the Niners in the Super League final. No, not not this year. Oh, next year you will though. Uh, yeah. Grizz, what would it be for you? Because I know you're a man no. of many sports. Thank you. I'm just going to say, unlike Matt. Right. It's going to be a six in the cricket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's got to be, isn't it? I mean, it's got to oh, be. If it's not, it's got to be two, two people out in Kabaddi. It's got, it's got, it's got, I thought it was going to be calling. It's got to be a non-footballing event because football's too easy. Everybody, we always, every, we all going to want to score a last-minute winner mm. in the cup and, you know what I mean, to win us a league. So, yeah, I think mine's got to be like a, need a six off the last ball. In the, in the actual league or something? Um, Ashes will be difficult because I might be playing for ah, Pakistan. I might be representing Pakistan. Pakistan because I might not be good enough to get the call up for England, okay. right? So you know, so England might not give me the call up, right? Yeah. And then Pakistan might give me the call up, mm-hmm. and I might just go for them to show the world like I can still play. Like England haven't picked me, but I've still got talent. Yeah. And then we're playing England in the World Cup final. Ironically. Like- yeah, yeah what a story. To, what a story. And then you've got someone like... You'd have to go for the boundary every time. There's no way you're running to that <laughs> other end. No. No, I'm very good at nicking singles, I'll tell you. Just oh, yeah. Just, just stick on the top of a remote control car and presses forward and back to get out of the wicket. I was a great judge. I was a great judge of quick runs. Oh, it's all about judgment, and I'm very good at that, and hand-eye coordination. Okay. But yeah, it's got to be against England because they didn't select me. They didn't pick me. The, like, the, the public wanted... Chris to play for England, but the England just didn't approach me. So the Pakistan approached me and said, look, we'll give you a chance. And then I turned out to be an ultimate hero in a World Cup final. We need to six off the last ball and then Bob's your uncle. Kevin Sullivan has gone quicker related. Um, Centurion would just be happy with a successful bottle flip, um, which is fair enough. If it's non-football, I'd have to go with golf. Um, And I'd be torn between... The Masters or Ryder Cup. Yeah, I was going to say, which tournament? Um, I'd be torn between them. I think the Masters is just an outrageous tournament. Uh, the way they set up the course, how difficult it is. The greens are just like putting on glass. It's it's madness. Um, but I think it'd be the Ryder Cup. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, playing in Europe, for Europe in the Ryder Cup, in a European course, is amazing. But I'd love, love, love to win it on the last hole of the last day of the last singles in America. Um, against some mouthy American that fucking just, you know, bigs himself up, uh, shot after shot, and then That's ram really it, and then, and then like ram that. it down his throat, um, and, and win it for the team on that. So that, that, that would be mine, I think. It, yeah, I think so. Um, I'd have to go the golf route. Um, anything else before we go, lads? Any other topics you would like to bring up? Matt wants nope. to go to bed. Um, no, I'm alright. You're alright as well. Okay, that's been the Fatback for our podcast. Uh, oh, do you want to give an update? Do you want to give an update of our um, fantasy league standings, Trippers League? I mean, I know a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, we so so, the, 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 so Matt, Matt was flying. Do you remember? <laughs> Matt was flying, but um, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was I was on a work trip. Mm. And I got stung with a Friday night game. Mm. So 
listen, I've let people get ahead. Mm. Don't don't be fucking wet. It's an extremely already. tight league, though, but like 11 games, oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, there's look, only look, 70 I mean, I don't know why Matt's going to be defensive. No, no, I'm, I'm fully confident Gav, I'll win it. Gav, I don't know, Gav, I don't know why Matt's gone suddenly so insecure and defensive. I was just mm. telling Gav to give us an overview, and you suddenly said, oh, no, no, no. Well, the overview is, does a bit. He's playing. No, I'm all right. 62 points this week. I'm back up there. The, o- the overview of it overall, though, is there's about nine or ten lads in it. It's the lads in the podcast that are interested in doing this. Um, I think I think Riz is in the top four. Um, top I three, Gav. Big, yeah. yeah, Big Joe Walsh, I think, is up near the top. Garbreen is up near the top. Matt Walsh's top slipped down the four. No, no, I've just Andy, overtaken Chris. Yeah, Andy's Andy's made a big move as well. <laughs> but but look, it's it's uh, it's tight. We'll keep an update on it because um, there'll be absolute more going on over over who's using. Captains and bench boosts and all sorts of things. A lot of tactics involved, Gav. I know you're, you're, you're being slightly sarcastic and, you know, not giving us enough credit. A lot of tactics and thought behind it. Mm. That Paddy Lawson fella's a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think I've been sarcastic. I just don't care. Yeah. All right. So that's the way it goes. Fair enough. But um, go that's definitely it. We have to let Matt go. It's about three o'clock in the morning where he is outside Adam Lalana's house after he called him <laughs> out. Uh, Grizz is off to, um, Grizz is off to ring Pakistan and see if they need a batter. Uh, and uh, I'm off just to... I'm going to go and watch... I don't know what I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go and watch Rocky Four. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and watch oh, Rocky Four. Have you IV. finished the fucking series yet? Well, it's not a series, Grizz. It's, it's a series it's, uh, of films. Yeah. Um, no, Rocky Four is up next, so I'm going to hmm. go and watch that. That's it. That's the Fatback Four. Talk to you next week. Over and out. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto. ¿Viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.